Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. My name is Ella and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Kathy. <laughs> Why are you so giggly tonight? I don't know. You have a case of the giggles. <laughs> um, well, before we get started, I always like to give the feedback and uh, little edits from the last episode. And I did have um, one little feedback from friend of the pod, Marissa. Mm-hmm. She wanted to let us know that St. Nicholas Day, remember we're talking about St. Nicholas Day on December 6th, mm-hmm. is also a Germany thing. Remember oh. I was like, it's like in St. Louis uh-huh. and Wisconsin. Well, I guess it's a German thing. So guess so. there you go. Um, Ella? Yes? What about, how have you been? What are your happies and crappies going on? Um, so one of my happies is that um, well, actually, it starts with a crappy, is I had to take the FAST. FAST? Which is... Florida Assessment or something? Yeah, Florida okay. Assessment something for ELA and math, which was super boring and <laughs> not fun and it's stressful. Oh, but sorry. But I did good on both of them. Oh, yeah. And I did especially good on my ELA one and yay. just good on my math, not like amazing. So but. it wasn't worth stressing about. Yeah. 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 And who told you not to stress about it? Um, you. Yeah. And I have an in-betweeny. Oh, what's your in-betweeny? Um, an in-betweeny is that I just submitted an audition for Into the Woods. Yes. The musical. Yes. And so it's like an in-betweeny because like I'm excited, but I'm also like nervous to see what role I get. I'm excited to see what role you get. Well, I'm nervous if I get like something that I didn't want. Well. But I know I'll still like it. What but, do they say? There's no small parts, right? Yeah. Right. So, keep that in mind. Yes. Yeah. But it's not about smallness, too. It's like, there's other factors. Like, performing something you didn't want to yeah. be. Yeah, but you know what? You always make the most of whoever yeah. you are I know. Stage, I know. I know. So I like it. So. It'll be awesome. I'm excited for you to be in another performance. It's been a while. It has been. Uh-huh. It's been like... Six months, maybe? Yeah, six months. I it was in the summer. It was the last time yeah. we were in something. So, so and we're in January. I mean, I so. have. I'm in something in school right now. Right. That's so I haven't like taken a full break, but usually I do something in school and out. But I've just switched to in school. That's one of the great things about your school is that you have theater and dance uh-huh. right there. So even if you're not doing something outside of school, you're still doing your performing arts yeah. thing. Um. So for me, let's see. I had a very happy birthday. That would be my mm-hmm. happy. I just did. It, it kind of got celebrated for a whole week. <laughs> but it was it was great. I got to see my brother and go out to dinner with him mm-hmm. and got to see some friends and go out to a like absolutely lovely lunch with them and, and hang out with my family. Hi. Yes, we had, and daddy surprised me with a really nice day at a hotel that has fun pools and stuff. So it uh it was great. Sometimes it's a little bit like crappy mm-hmm. being born so close to Christmas, but um you guys always do a good job of spoiling me. So cuz we love you. Oh, thank you, boo boo. So I feel very lucky there. Any crappy? Oh gosh, my crappy? I don't know, girl. Just I'm falling apart. <laughs> it's I just said I had a happy birthday, but I'm 46 now and it's like every day it seems like something's falling apart on me. I've been having um, Achilles tendonitis now, (laughs) which is pain in my ankle, and it's annoying, and uh, 
I'm just annoyed. I just want my body to be strong and healthy and and not always hurting. I'm so weak. That's all right. And also, like, same with, like, school. It's also, like, a crappy because I just got back and they're already putting so much on us. Yeah. It's like, ugh. But this is your last semester of middle school, dude. True. Can you believe that? That's True. crazy that you're into high school and, like... Half a year. I know. Crazy. I remember going to middle school. I know. It seems like you just started middle school. Well, when this episode drops, it will be Martin Luther King Day. Did you know that? I did not know that. And that's a national holiday, <clears throat> which is nice, uh-huh. meaning that you don't have school. Mm-hmm. The banks are closed. There's no mail. Um, what do you know about Martin Luther King Jr.? Um, I know that he was like a He's, like, a really big black representation mm-hmm. figure who, yeah. like, strive for equality. Yes! And he's, like, a civil rights activist who made speeches and motivated people. Very, very well put. He um, worked really hard to end segregation, which was ended in 1964, mm. which is, what, only... That's, like, recent. 59 <laughs> years ago? I, I know! Isn't that so weird so to you? Weird. So weird to me, too. Um, like, right before you were born. Well, not, not right before. Right. Well, I mean... Like, 10 years. 13 years before 13 I was born. Years. I mean, I, I know. Ready. It's not... It's, I, it is weird to me that it wasn't, like, that, that yeah. long ago. Um, he was big on peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he was murdered in 1968, oh. which is so sad. Um, he, he wrote a lot of very wise speeches yeah. and wise His words. His most known is, I have a dream. Yes, what do you know about that? I know that it was like a speech calling for the future. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a dream one day we won't be segregated and like black people will be treated equally. Mm-hmm. Which is, we're not segregated now, but we're getting closer to being treated equally. I hope so. I mean... We're taking steps. It's not fully there yet. Yeah. Because there's still like racist things. Yeah. And you know how we always no talk matter, about... Even like no matter what race you are, not just black people. Yeah. You're, you're right. But mostly. But you know how we talk about, like, um, one step forward, two steps back? Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that. Um, three steps back. Oh, three steps. Well, just because that song says three steps yeah. back. Usually people say one step forward, two steps back. True. Uh, it does seem like that's how it goes with racism and segregation mm-hmm. and inequality. Like, now, you know, there's this almost anti-woke thing. Yeah. So... People were woke, which to me, I thought that was a good thing. It means you're aware of other people's feelings and uh-huh. and, and struggles. Mm-hmm. But now there's people that are like anti-woke. So they don't want to be aware of, uh, be aware of their feelings and struggles. Yeah. It's it's confusing, but it's it's definitely two steps back. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we're we're making um, progress. some progress. Yep, and Martin Luther Slowly. King Jr. would be proud of us. Um, you ready to talk about our topic of the day? Wait, I want to see a few quotes from... Oh! Let's hear them, girl! Okay, so I have a few quotes. Tell me. The first one is, darkness cannot drive out darkness. I love that one. Only light can do that. I love that. What does that mean to you? I feel like that means to me just, like, you look for the good things, and it helps you get out of the dark times. Yeah, and I think it goes along with peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. He's saying that, you know they haven't been treated well mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean don't treat others well yeah because two wrongs don't make a right it's you you've got to push through and get 
to the light. Yeah, I really like that quote. That's a good one. I also like, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Mm, girl, so it's like I saying, like, speak too. up, because if you don't speak up, things are just going to, like, crumble. Yeah, yeah. And then also, one more is, um, I was a drum, wait, no, not that I one. I was a drum? <laughs> no, 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 not that one, not that one. Oh, um, okay. We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Oh, I like I that I like that too. one. So it's like yeah. a rainbow. Do you an remember arch. at all when we went to see the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, I do. You do? Oh, good. I wasn't sure if you were too young. I really liked that one because it was a lot newer than mm-hmm. some of them. And um, it had a lot of his like quotes and stuff on it. And I... I that was a really cool monument. Yeah. I, I need to go back to Washington, D.C. There's so many things to see because there's so <gasps> much history there. Yes, yes. So. Yes. Well, moving on to our topic, Ella. What's our topic today? It's a serious it's one. It's a serious yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's self-harm. Self-harm. Which was brought up because we were watching a really, really good TV show called Ginny and Georgia. Yes, Ginny and Georgia is on Netflix and a little disclaimer, it's pretty risky. inappropriate. Yeah. It's risky. It's probably rated MA or... TV 14. Oh, TV 14. But, okay. like, for some reason, I feel like some, like, rated R things can be, like, less risky, like, less inappropriate than, well, like, some TV 14 things. Because I think there's different things, like, swearing can give you an R rating True, or yeah. violence. But this definitely is a little sexual... And some yeah. families might not want their teenage daughters. Um, we skip through all the. We we do fast forward a little bit, um, but I think it leads to good discussions. Yeah. And you and I just both are gravitated towards mother daughter shows. Mm-hmm. It's a great mother daughter show. It is. It's sad. It's sometimes. sad, but funny too. Yeah, it yeah. is, and it's like more realistic sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. of like real world problems. Right, right. And everything doesn't just wrap up neatly with a bow. Mm-hmm. Um, on the show, the daughter is Ginny. Oh yeah, like this is kind of a little bit of like, what's it called? A spoiler. What that she no. self harms? <laughs> well, kind of but like. I think she does it in season one and season two. Oh yeah. So I it's think just it's... more brought up in season two. Yes. Yes, and so we we kind of have been talking about. So the daughter, how old is Jenny? Sixteen, I think. And, and she's a sophomore. Yeah, yeah, fifteen or sixteen. I can't remember if she can drive or not. She um, might be like the age of driving, but she hasn't taken her driver's test yet. That could be. And what does she do to self harm? She takes a lighter and mm-hmm. burns herself. Yeah. Which is like. Wouldn't that be, like, the, one of the most painful things? Because you're literally burning your skin. Yeah. Like, it hurts me if I go up to, like, if I'm roasting, like, marshmallows on a fireplace and I get too close, that hurts me. That analogy just made me cringe. I'm not even kidding because I'm thinking about a marshmallow kind of melting and then uh-huh. I'm thinking about skin kind of melting and it kind of made me sick. It does. She... And you know, like, when you get, like, smoke in your eyes or, like, in your face and, like, burns? Oh, so you're thinking about the smell and the smoke and stuff? Oh, Ella, you're making this too graphic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She burns, like, on her inner thighs so Mm -hmm. that no one sees it. Yeah. Which is um, alarming as a parent because that is a part of your body I don't normally see. Yeah. You know? Um, 
I think when I think of self-harm, I often think of cutting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I most have heard of. And, and and I actually did a lot of research, but I'm not sure I even read this in my research. Do people tend to cut their wrists? That's what... Okay, so I've like heard of a few... Like, sometimes where, like, people have been like, oh, I've heard that girl cuts herself. So, at school. And it's like, no, not at school. Oh, okay. No, I mean, you know people at, oh, yeah, at from school, your school. But I'm not, like, <gasps> friends with them. Okay. But it's like, Aww. they've said that, like, they do it on their wrists. Okay. Which is, like, the really noticeable. Yeah. I mean, unless you wear long sleeves, which is hard to do in yeah. Florida. Um, so, so, you have heard of people your age cutting. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That makes me sad and nervous. Mm-hmm. Um... I did listen to a podcast called The Psychology of Mm Self-Injury, and it is all about Mm self-harm. And in fact, um, I was shocked. There's like 30 episodes of it or something. So there's apparently a lot to say about self-harm. Yeah. But according to this podcast, one in five adolescents self-harm. One in five. Which would mean statistically you must know somebody who does it. Well, know somebody, but they I don't know about it. Right, right. Um, and that one in 20 have done it more than six times. What? So that if we took 20 students from the school, one person... Would have done it more than six times. Like, is that true, though? Uh, that's according to this podcast. I'm just... And this is uh, this was a survey done amongst adolescents. So what? you'd think more of them would lie and say, no, no, no. I don't self-harm. So you'd think this would be skewed uh-huh. the other way. Um, have you ever thought about self-harm? Not really, no. What does not really mean? Well, like, I've heard of people doing it, but I don't want to do it to myself. You've never felt like, I'm so upset, I want to self-harm. No. Um, it's just, but also, it could be, it's a little different sometimes because I'm like, horrified of pain (laughs) like that's the one thing i try to avoid is pain so i might do like other things like write about it or something or like just like like punch a stuffed animal or something but i'm like scared to feel pain like i'm scared of shots i'm scared of like you are getting i don't know hurt i'm scared of like bruises i don't know i just don't like pain well, that makes me feel better. I mean, not that I'm sitting here thinking you wanted to self-harm, but um, it's funny because, you know, when I'm listening to things about self-harm or reading things, I'm thinking, I want to be empathetic and I want to understand mm-hmm. this, but it is hard for me to comprehend yeah. because I kind of feel the same way. I That is not how I would cope. You know, it's, it's kind of like when you when someone says, like, a drug addict sticking a needle in their arm or yeah. I'm like nope that I would not do that I couldn't I mean, smoke like, anything <laughs> I couldn't stick a needle in my arm I couldn't sniff anything up my nose all of those sound yeah. terrible to me I know it sounds like torture rather than, torture, heal, rather than healing and and cutting or burning myself sounds horrible um so it's it's almost inconceivable that people do those things to themselves. I know. And it makes me very sad. Very, very sad. Um, I did read a crazy article on Psychology Today, which is a mm-hmm. great website. Yeah. And they were criticizing the therapist in Ginny and Georgia. So the, the daughter goes to a therapist mm-hmm. to talk about her self-harm. 
And they wrote an article about nine ways the therapist in Ginny and Georgia is incorrect. Really? <laughs> Which is probably... What are the nine ways? I will tell you. I, it's probably a little overly critical. You know, yeah. it's probably like if I was watching a show about a veterinarian and picking it apart. Yeah. But, um... Like, done by therapists? Yeah, oh, yeah. A therapist wrote this article. And they were saying um, there was no structure or organization to the therapy they, what do you they mean? felt. I think that, um, you know, Ginny just sort of sh- sat down and they got right into it yeah. instead of, like, you know, Hi, getting to you? know each other and getting to know about your past. And, yeah. Um, the, so that was I know, I did... I did kind of notice it. You did? Yeah, like I didn't. for me when she sat down, she was just she was just sort of like um why are you here or something and she'd be like um cuz my and then she'd be like I see that you self-harm and it would just jump right into it and Jenny would be like oh yeah um I self-harm blah 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 and she'd be like when do you feel like self-harming and then she said sometimes my mom and stuff and then she was like what's your mom's background so it was like really like digging in so quickly so so that was number three on the list was asking too quickly about Jenny's self-harm so that's interesting that you noticed that um number two is they said that uh the therapist said it was a safe space way too soon again jumping in too soon and that you usually have to earn that trust Mm -hmm. between a therapist and a uh client um too many yes or no questions, which I didn't notice that either, but either. I understand. You, if you were asking a teenager, do you like this or do you not want to do that, and they're moody, they might just be like, yes, no, and not elaborate. Yeah. So you're supposed to ask more open-ended mm-hmm. questions. Um, the, this was interesting to me. The therapist conveyed sympathy, not empathy, which I was like, what? How? <laughs> um how can a therapist know if they're not cutting themselves? Right. That's how I feel yeah. about those words. And this article said that um, the therapist was too emotionally removed. I know. Mm. I, I didn't know what to That's like it. also like empathy and empathy. Like we learned about that in school. Yeah. And we literally learned the difference. How like sympathy is you can't like relate to someone's experience. Yes. But you can feel, like, bad for them. Yes. But then empathy is you've literally had that same experience yes. and you can relate. So yes. So how is the therapist supposed to relate to that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This person might have been too critical. Yeah. Um, they also said that the therapist was imposing her own experience. So she, I did remember the therapist saying what it's like to live in a white community because, remember, Ginny's kind of half black, half white. Uh-huh. And the therapist was black and... Um, and I guess she was, like, talking about what it was like to grow up in a white community without asking Ginny about her experience. So yeah. she's kind of taking over the therapy session. Um, the The author of this article felt like the therapist had no true genuine interest in Ginny. That's I guess, goes along with the empathy, sympathy thing. The uh, therapist did not like that um, the, the therapist in the show assigned homework without checking in with Ginny. Yeah. Um, remember she had her write in a journal and, Mm -hmm. and then do you also remember that she gave her a lighter, I mean a lighter, a rubber band Uh that she could snap on her wrist instead of light, a lighter to burn Mm -hmm. herself. According to this article, they felt like, um, the rubber band is just a lighter form of self harm. Yeah. And that you would actually want to give her a different coping mechanism. That's how altogether. I thought because I like when when she would do it, I was like, "That sounds painful." It's it like di- it's like, tch, 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 
Yeah. It sounds like a slapping. Yeah. And I could see that leaving bruises and marks. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. But that may have been an overly critical yeah. um, assessment. I just thought it was interesting that one of the first things that popped up when I typed in self-harm <laughs> was why Ginny's uh, therapist on Ginny and Georgia is terrible or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So, Ella, why do you think that teenagers self-harm? Um, I mean... Maybe if they're, like, dealing with so much mm-hmm. and they don't know how to, like, tell anyone or cope with it, they just... A hundred percent. But I don't... I just don't... I guess they just, like, want to feel something other than how they're feeling. Yes. Like, they don't want to feel emotion, so they just want to feel pain. Yes. And I guess for some people, it's easier to handle physical pain than emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can also be the reverse. Sometimes if someone is numb mm-hmm. and they don't feel anything and they want to feel something, they're like, I should be upset about this. This should be making me yeah. cry and I'm not crying. or whatever. Then the physical pain can be a release mm-hmm. for that. Um, they, they said that sometimes taking care of a wound mm-hmm. is a form of self-care that is in and of itself therapeutic which to me is like wow I never would have thought of that I would have taken a bath or yeah um, gone for a long walk for self-care like self-care and like the way that you want to like help yourself be happy yeah but for some people taking care of a wound is kind of this therapy in of itself hmm. so whether it's a burn or a cut or whatever which that I could I can understand that it just wouldn't be my kind of self-care yeah. it's a distraction Right? If you're overwhelmed, it can also be self punishment. So if you're mad at yourself and you're like, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. And then you you punish yourself physically. Um, It can be a relief, like you said, from emotional pain because Mm -hmm. it's more tolerable than emotional pain. And it's also like a way to get your frustrations out. Yeah. Um, They also said that. There's pain offset relief. Mm-hmm. So your mood actually gets better when pain is removed. Yeah. So if the if your emotional pain isn't getting any better, you can physically harm yourself. And then as that gets better, your mood will improve, which is kind of a complicated chain. Chain. But I do get that. And, and you know, it's. Again, I hate to keep repeating myself, but it's it's quite sad. Um, and also, like, in the um, website, I found this website. It's called rollingstone.com. Oh, good old Rolling Stone, yes. <laughs> it talks about how, like, movies are not making it, like, a the butt of the joke. It, that's, like, what the Movies are making it the butt of the no, joke? No, they're not. Oh, they're not? Like, anymore. Oh. <gasps> Oh, because they used like, to? Yeah, like there's a mm. show called um, The Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. I've never watched that show, but I know about it. And like, I mean, it's still pretty recent, but like now they're taking it more seriously. Like one of the jokes, that, like they would just joke about sometimes like self-harm. Like one of them would be like, listening to Dr. Cooper makes me want to start cutting myself again. Which is like... A little insensitive. A little insensitive. Mm-hmm. So now like they're saying that there's shows like 
Ginny and Georgia, and there's also a show called Dead to Me. Oh, I watched talk- Dead to Me. Did, did, did they talk about it in it? Um, maybe. I said that she, like, claws at the roots of her hair and stuff. I truly don't remember anyone clawing at and, their own hair. And but that both of those shows um, show it in, like, an authentic manner and don't, like, joke about it like they take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And there's also a show which you and me watched and we did a podcast about it called 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Which is, like, an, kind of another form of self-harm. Which is it's so, about suicide. Yeah, suicide. And it's, like, takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. That's like, very true. Like, her mental and physical pain. So interestingly enough, um, something I learned from this podcast was that um, avoiding suicide is the third most common reason why people do self-harm. Mm-hmm. So they're trying not to commit suicide and they're self-harming. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember that that's number three reason. And so usually when someone's self-harming, it doesn't mean they're suicidal, yeah. which I think can be a hard concept for a lot of people to grasp because, you know, that would be my concern. If if I knew you or your brother were self-harming, I'd be like, oh my God, you're not going to kill yourself, are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think are some myths versus facts about self-harming? Okay, so there's some myths. Yeah. That's like, and I've heard it people saying it at my school, like, about the girl that cut a, cut on her wrist. Yeah. Saying that, like, she did it for attention. Uh-huh. Like, she just wants people to think that she's, like, this helpless girl. Mm-hmm. And the actual, like, thing for that is sometimes people n- are trying to communicate, like, what they, like, they need help. Not for, like, attention, but to try to get the message across. Like... Yes. I, I think that's a fine distinction Mm -hmm. because if that's how you need attention then you need help yeah yeah yes I I would agree with that yep and like and it said that like if you ever see someone or like hear about someone you have to just like ask yourself what are they trying to communicate instead of saying like it's for attention they're just pick me girls like yeah no I I think that's very very astute observation Mm -hmm. yep and one another one is people sometimes say like it's a girl problem like it's their natural moods that's oh. how they feel like, like girls well that's what it's I'm oh. I'm also taking this from like an article and uh-huh. that's what it's saying that people just think that uh-huh. it's like probably most maybe boys think it uh-huh. mostly I don't know and that's wrong that's a myth because males also self harm uh-huh. and girls it says in fact girls and women are only slightly more likely to self-injure than oh, boys so and men close so it's to like 50 50 yeah huh it's balanced on both sides people just hear more about girls i feel like maybe well that's what i i've heard more about girls but maybe there's more boys than i think i don't know is the answer i i'm trying to think if i've ever heard of someone who self-harm self-harms or harmed and i can't think of anyone mm-hmm. um another myth is which is actually kind of funny that we were just talking about this um it's a suicide gesture okay so like that means like they're they want to kill themselves so they're doing it that's not true that's a myth mm-hmm. um which sometimes it could probably be a myth right like, so like i said that is the third most common reason but all those other reasons we talked about like yeah. leaving 
pain, pain and, and distracting yourself and blah, blah, blah are, are more common. Yeah, and it says that by definition, self-injury or non-suicidal self-injury is not a suicide behavior. It's it's a risk, however, for suicide thoughts and behaviors. Okay. So it's like, that's what we said is true also. Mm-hmm. And then it says, um, it's a myth that anyone who does it is a cutter. Which right. we know from yeah. Jenny and Georgia. Yes, yeah. They can burn themselves, they can bruise themselves, bang their head against the wall. Like, they can. Yeah. Well, and um, I take that back. I actually did know somebody, this is a very long time ago, and their little girl, I think she was only about three, was pulling her own hair out. And I would say that's probably... Isn't that called trichomil... It might be called something like that, trico something. Yeah, you know the only reason that I know about it is this is this is girl on TikTok called um, Cora. Okay. And she's like a famous social influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has. I'm I'm gonna look it up right now. It's called like Trichomelania or something. Like it's I know it's like something with a T. Yeah. Um, is that a form of self? Oh, it's called it's called Tritolomania. Oh, true. And I know that it's not self-harm. Oh, it's, it's like, not self-harm? Yeah, it's a disorder. It's like Oh. It's like not you're you're not trying to do it. It's like they can't help it. But it's not the same thing where it's trying no. to relieve frustration or anxiety because no. this little girl that was doing it was doing it when her parents were getting a divorce. Oh, and really? she was only like 3, and so it was definitely a stress. I mean, well, it outlet. does say they do it mostly when like it in res- in results in distress. But it is like something that you're born with. Oh, huh. she was. She said that she was born with trichomelia, <laughs> and um, it can be. Oh, it says it can be triggered by anxiety. However, um, it's mostly by like a body disim disorder, body dysmorphic disorder. So do you know what body dysmorphic disorder is? Mm-hmm. It's when you can't see yourself how you are. So like if you're, I, I think. A lot of people have this to an extent, but mm-hmm. then there are people who have it to an extreme. So it's like if I was constantly looking in the mirror and going, oh, my nose is huge. It's huge. Yeah. Or I, look how fat I am, you know, mm-hmm. when clearly to other people, you're like, your nose is not big. Yeah. I don't know why you have that. I, that's interesting. I, I'll have to read more about that. What is that person on TikTok? Cora? Cora. Um, so did you know I tried to look up self-harm on TikTok because I thought there might be some blurbs Mm -hmm. that would be easy to communicate with you. And TikTok basically just posts a thing that says, if you need crisis help, it's this phone number. You cannot look up self-harm. It does that. Yeah, I know. I tried like, um, I tried like doing something else too like that. And it was like self-harm or like why do people or something. And it was like, it was like. Call this hotline yes. if you need help. So I wonder why you can look up the hair plucking. No, you. I don't know if you can look up hair plucking, but I just know about it from oh. Cora. And then also the last myth yes. is it's just a teenage problem and it's just a phase, which mm. isn't true. Um, it says about 6% of adults have self-injured and without help, without help or if left untreated, the behavior may persist. Oof. So Persist. often it starts when you're a teenager, and yeah. if you don't get treatment, you yeah. can continue. Um, like ever. I mean, again, I think it's 
more likely an adolescent problem because of all the things we talked about in all our 60 mm-hmm. some episodes the the brain developing the anxiety the changes the puberty the um turmoil of life of mm-hmm. growing up um i know because jenny started when she was 13 is that what she said yeah i missed that um well i also listened to uh, an episode of the same thing, the psychology of self-injury, where they talked to a mother of a self-harmer and to get her perspective. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Her daughter was only like 11, I think. So she mm-hmm. had just started middle school, like sixth grade. And she was doing surface cuts on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know. But her daughter told her best friend... And her best friend was scared that she was going to be suicidal and told the school and her own parents. Do you think that's brave or do you think that's snitching? That's tough because I feel like from the best friend's perspective, you probably feel like disheartened, like heartbroken. And like you can't trust them. heartbroken that you got told on yeah like disheartening that like your best friend would like dispose expose information like that but then also i feel like that might have been the right thing to do because did she get help like she did which she probably needed yes so the mother ended up getting a call from both the school and the best friend's parents Uh because then all these people knew and got her daughter into therapy Really? Yeah. So really, even though there's that whole stigma around snitching, that yeah. person did the right thing and really helped her friend. Even if her friend maybe couldn't see it at the time, I bet she can see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, the therapy is is great because talking to someone other than your parents or a loved one, you know, that aren't too connected. Yeah. Because even I noticed in Ginny and Georgia, when Ginny and her mom finally talked about it, her mom was so like, why are you doing this? What, you know, and that's not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That of course a mother is going to ask those questions and be heartbroken, but it's not about the mom. The mom yeah. needs to, that's why a therapist can be nice. And And this mom admitted that it took a couple tries to find the right therapist because like the first one was too old and the daughter didn't feel comfortable having chats with an older person. And mm-hmm. um, so sometimes it can take some time, but uh, she found the right therapist. Um, they said that uh, in this case, her daughter was not having suicidal, suicidal, sorry, I'm having a lisp. Suicidal. Suicidal thoughts. Um, she was just feeling sad and depressed and mm-hmm. sixth grade was a big change for her yeah. and she was starting to go into puberty mm-hmm. and um, feeling emotional and she was experimenting with surface cutting um, and another point that this mother made in this podcast was luckily she was a nurse herself mm-hmm. so she had some knowledge and yeah. She felt comfortable talking to her daughter about, like, well, what is going on? Was the daughter on it? No, on the podcast, no. No. Um, And she she wanted people to know that asking questions like that can be scary for parents. Mm -hmm. But 
parents often fear that if you ask questions about certain things, then it'll put the idea in the child's mind, yeah. which I get. It's it's like saying, you know, don't drink. And then you're like, wait, now are they going to think about drinking? Or mm. don't do drugs. Wait, now they know what drugs are. It's, yeah. So it's... But you can't think that way. It's so much better to be open and communicative. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, talking about suicide doesn't cause someone to be suicidal. Or asking them if they feel suicidal doesn't cause them to be suicidal. Yeah. you got to kind of keep that in your mind. So um, I thought it was very, very interesting. And um, I can't believe there's like 30-some episodes. I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to more Really? Yeah, because... Was it, it, like, about the same subject, or...? It's it's called The Psychology of Self-Injury. Mm. And it's just all the episodes are different cases, different reasons. Oh. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Do you have anything to add? Yes. What? You can find us. Oh, you are wrapping it up. Okay, where can they find us, girl? <laughs> you can find us at Chats with My Daughter... On Instagram, Facebook, and um, not Snapchat. No, ma'am. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um, and where else? Well, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. And wherever you listen. And I'm, pu- I'm pulling something up right now. What are you pulling up? I could tell you're doing something because you seem to be glitching a little bit. What are you pulling okay, up, okay. girl? You know, you forgot to mention that we had a, self, a special guest on this this episode. Oh, yes, we do. Our special guest is once again Sally. Her knee is fully healed. Fully healed. And she's doing good, but... She's fast asleep right now. And she's snoring a little. I've heard it. Oh, and her tail is not wagging. Okay, so I just okay. wanted to add this. There's a add? website called um, boys.town.org. And they said that if you're experiencing any self-harm or cutting, you can call one eight zero zero four four eight. I love that you added that. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was very professional. They and do that at the end of Ginny and Georgia. Yes, you're right. They do. And that, that was the right thing to do. And I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thinking of that. Of course. Well, I love you. Love you too. Say goodbye, Ella. Bye. Bye.